Hey, everybody. Professor here. Before we get started with today's show, we want to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. Pick a Jam is an interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. Say you're sitting around with your friends at a kickback, at a party, or even in the car on a road trip, and you want to play some music to really get the conversation and, and, and get things moving between you and your buddies or your family. Nothing like Pick a Jam to get that started. What you do is you pick a card, you look at the card, you read what's on the card. And you play a song associated with what the card tells you to say. So let, let's look at the card real quick. It says, you never get tired of. So this would be a song that I would never get tired of. And a song that I never get tired of is Shawn Michaels' theme song. Because I think I'm cute and I know I'm sexy. But there's so many different songs, interest themes, that would go along with the prompts on the card. Which is why Pick a Jam is one of my favorite games to play with my friends and my family. So if you go to the link tree in my bio on my social medias and all of that stuff. If you go there and you click and you go to pickajam.com, right? You put in the promo code be great, you'll get 10% off your purchase and free shipping. And we're basically giving it away at that point, man. It is a great game. It's awesome to play with your friends and family. Pick a jam is an official sponsor of the pay window with Profit Sloan and we urge you to go and check them out. Now enjoy the show. With a match like the one we have tonight, hopefully this podcast will explode. You know, because it's uh, explosions in the match. Like they... Right? We watched Kenny Omega versus John Moxley exploding death match of barbed wire and all kinds of other stuff for AEW. Let's stuff some envelopes, folks. Welcome to your pay window, presented by Pick a Jam. Uh, my name is the Professor Nick Harrison at Mr. Professor 318 on all social media platforms. We appreciate you guys for joining us on this fine morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this podcast or watching this podcast on YouTube. We thank you uh, for joining us for what promises to be an action-packed episode of explosions and barbed wire and John Moxley is involved lots and lots of blood like buckets just buckets of blood everywhere uh so we are looking forward to getting into that but before we do of course we have to introduce our my podcast partner the uh the buck to my e I don't know how I would say this uh the uh the the uh what would I say I don't know the uh yakko to my wacko uh, I don't know who our sister Dot would be. Maybe it's lovely. I'm not sure. Susio Sloan, 217. My boy Sloan Kettering uh, right here. Sloan, what's going on, man? How are you on this fine evening? You know, I'm uh, pretty warm, as you can see in my Bucky's onesie. Just having for a great day. Of you who are, enjoying life. For those of you who are listening and not watching right now, Sloan legit has on a full Bucky's onesie. Now, let me say this. This should not surprise anyone who actually knows Sloan. Um, this is actually par for the course. You would be surprised if he didn't go to Bucky's and get the Bucky's onesie, to be honest. So, you know, congratulations to you for being toasty warm in Louisiana in 80 degree weather. You you know, that's solid. Pick. How, what, what is the air conditioning on in your house right now? Like, seriously. Actually, since we got it fixed today, we had to run it for a while. So it's a it's a balmy 73 in the house. Don't let my wife hear that because she's going to be upset that I have the air conditioner that low. Um, <laughs> of course, I found this in a 2X, in an adult 2X. If you know me, I'm two, 280 pounds. And for this to fit, I had to have it. My wife didn't stand in the way. She actually ran to the car and was like, if you want it, go get it. So here I am. This is what happens when you travel with me and leave me alone in the store. I'll go buy stuff that I really don't need. When you, you know you have a loving wife, when oh, you're about to make a ridiculous purchase and her words almost exactly are, I don't care, do what you want. That's when you know that you're in a beautiful relationship. When she's just yeah. ready to say, you know what? I don't care. Will just, it make you happy? Yeah, that, That's our question. Will it make you happy? Go ahead and buy it. 
So she so. she Marie Kondo's it. Does this bring you joy? Exactly, exactly. Does My this, week has been great. Uh, I was at our ranch house in uh, San Antonio. So Wait, stop, there. stop. You rich. I was at our ranch house. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yes, we do have- Can't home. hide money, baby. You can't <laughs> hide money. I'm not trying to. Uh, <laughs> I was at the ranch house in San Antonio. Um, <laughs> It's it's my mother-in-law's house, so I had to do some uh, mowing of our estate. Took me three hours to mow the lawn, so yeah, three hours. Yeah, I hear that (laughs) mowing of our estate. Yeah, you know what I don't. You know what I've never called my house an estate. Yeah, never called it an estate. It's It's not a thing. It's a nice (laughs) piece of property. I'm I'm okay with it. And then uh, I had to take (laughs) our. I had to go to the other house in San Antonio, and that's our uh, my wife's grand grandmother's old house. And I had to cut the backyard, so I bought a new lawnmower, and it didn't work. So to summarize, you went to the ranch house. I had to take, aka, the estate, to go and Mm -hmm. mow the yard of all of these acres. How many acres is the ranch house? Six. Six. Six of them hot acres. I don't know if I have a yeah. half right now. I, I, I may have a susan of an acre, like a little sliver of an acre. You got six. And then you have to go to the other property. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to go to the other house. Mm-hmm. 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 And mow that lawn. Something was wrong with the spark plug on the new on the brand new lawnmower, so I had to take it back. Then a oh, friend of ours, a friend of ours was like, hey, I know, right? Uh, I had to get that money back. But a friend of ours was like, he, he'd come cut it and trim our hedges. And I was like, all right, cool. So we let him do it. But, you know, graduation is next weekend for your boy. I'm living life, right. man, just riding high. You, you're living a good life right now. So we, we, we're proud of you, Sloan. Thank you. Uh, Sloan is getting ready to graduate and get his, uh, what is it, your, your, is it your master's degree? Uh, what the? F- Watch your language on this podcast. We only do that before it, the podcast starts. We don't do it. Is it my podcast. bachelor's? How um, many degrees do you have currently before this one? None. This would be the first. This is your bachelor's. So. This is your bachelor's. So this I have to go talk to, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, if cool. you don't have any degrees. This is your yes. best. This is uh, in, broad- in broadcasting and pro- uh, public relations and marketing. So there it is. So you go and and you use you gonna use it. You the, with the stuff that you do because Seahawk himself, Mr. Cameron Hawkins from the Ringer, past guest of the show. Shout out to Seahawk. Uh, has said that you're the next man up. You're when you talk about next man up in wrestling media, you are right there, and I 100% agree with him. You are on the way up, my brother. And uh, this can only solidify it and further it. So, you know. We are I, on our way up. Look, hey. I have 678 uh, Instagram followers now. I'm No, good. no. Stop it. Stop. His podcast, Sucio Boys, has how many? Uh, on Instagram, we have 81,000 fans, followers or something like that. We, we do our, our guest right is in the green room right now. Like, excuse me? That's what I'm saying. I ain't got eighty thousand followers on Instagram. We do all right. But I'm you working to sixty. You got one point five on, on, on the, on the thing that counts. Anybody? No, 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 no. Anybody that knows social media know that eighty thousand on Instagram is just—it's almost the same as a million on TikTok. Yeah. No, it's not. like uh, real talk. It just, it, we we work hard. We work hard over there at Sucio Boys. Shout out to Marty and uh, Ahan, the number one Shogun. Mm-hmm. Marty is my boy, who is a two-time Grammy-nominated songwriter. Ahan is the wizard behind everything, and I'm just a kid that just shows up and be happy. This guy is so modest. So many followers on Instagram could be so modest. He's so proud of him. Uh, so yeah, that that's how you getting down. But congratulations. I'm good. On- I'm glad to see you back from angling. Yeah, was in England yeah. for a I, month. I, I, I saw, I saw my boy over there. I was in I the UK you. for a month. I was so proud of heck. <laughs> Just let me tell you something. I went outside in a thin shirt and thought I was gonna die. 
It, it, it's not. Ah. It's not it's not uh, Louisiana weather. No, it's not. I, w- I thought I was going to thug it out, man. Like, I'm a Bills fan. I've been to Buffalo before. I've dredged through the cold. So it's like, I got this. Just like wear a light jacket, maybe a nice little shirt, no hat, no scarf. Five minutes outside, and I ran back in the hotel and dressed up like I was Nanook of the North. Like, I wish I had the Bucky ones at that point because that was ridiculous. Like, never again. Well, I ever go to England and think to myself, I'm going to thug it out in a shirt and nothing else. Nah, man, that's Ain't a different type of cold things. up there. So it's a more specific type of cold. It is a, you know, you better get some clothes on type of cold before we like, yeah. so yeah, that, but England was cool. Uh, shout out to uh, North Wrestling out of Newcastle. Uh, they had their NCL Cup which is on Fight Plus right now, and you can go and check it out. Uh, you'll probably see me on the show uh, just saying hey to the crowd and all that types of thing. Uh, but a lot of those cats who are at North are uh, on the way up and doing some big things. Uh, make sure you check out, who's, what is the name? Lizzie Evo. Uh, there's Lizzie Evo, Riho, Will Cruz, uh, so many great wrestlers who were there at North. Uh, so make sure you're checking them out because they're like some of the next Brits that will probably be brought over to the States. Lizzie, especially, is just the truth. And uh, I know that, I'll, and I'll, oh, boisterous behavior. Uh, this uh, tag team, these two brothers. Um, wait, wait, when wait, I say wait, brothers, what, they're what's not. Your name again? Boisterous name behavior. Moisturous? Boisterous. Not oh, boy- oh, I thought it was moisturous behavior. I was going to be like, yo, they're wily. They're wily. Behavior. But in the UK, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a tag team called that's Moisture why, Behavior. That's why I wasn't. Right? That's why I wasn't. <laughs> you can probably find a tag team called Moisturous Behavior out in the UK, and they would be popular. Like and they, they are would... soaking up the indies out oh, there. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. You need him. Like, right now. Who, who don't need him? We all do, but you more than most. In this moment, right now, right there. Soaking up the indies, boy. Stop. Oh, I could have said saturating the indies. I'm sorry. And on that note, I don't even know if you want to come out of the green room now, but uh, our guest, man, he's a wordsmith. He, he is. You're... <laughs> if anybody can make it work, he can. Ah, no, I, I may have to shut it down. Oh my gosh, but he is. He's a he's a wordsmith. He's a lyricist. He's an MC. Mover, oh mover of the crowd. He's a mover. He's a shaker. <laughs> it's undisputed that he's the best at, oh my gosh. at uh, rapping in this era. But we love uh, our next guest. Josiah, he's, uh, uh, he's, of course, Wrestling Flow. If you guys know anything about professional wrestling right now you know wrestling flow josiah hip-hop musician remixing uh interest themes and now coming with interesting themes of his own as he now has done the interest theme for the newest member of the impact pack roster trinity fatu uh so yeah like it's he's he's on like not on the way up he in there and he's continuing to rise uh, so I don't know why he's slumming it with us, but we appreciate him coming on. Josiah Williams joins us over <laughs> the pay window with Prophet Sloan, presented by Pick and Jam. Josiah, how are you tonight, my friend? Man, I've been sitting here dying just listening <laughs> to this whole <laughs> intro for the past 10 minutes. And real quick, let me just point out, so y'all was talking about Instagram followers, 60K, 80K, just throwing out these wild numbers. I just want to point out that if you were to add my Instagram followers, if you were to double it from what it currently is, it wouldn't be up to either one of you. So just hats off. I mean, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> the Instagram that numbers makes are crazy no sense in here. to me. But that's, and, that's and see, that's what I'm saying. Instagram is tough. Instagram is hard oh, yeah. to try sure. to get over on. And this man. Sucio boys over here. Oh, well, Sucio. Oh, we, had, we had 90 at first, and then we've lost like 9,000 followers. Oh, is, well, just, oh. my. Oh, just oh, not the, we, we don't have the greatest content the over there. Fam- we're not family <laughs> oriented over there. Send them to me. 
Right. <laughs> they they are they are going over to you in droves. Dang. It's ridiculous. But I appreciated Josiah, the words, man. I mean, wait, wait, I, I heard what you was doing earlier. It was perfect. Look, he, it's, he's it's, undisputed. it's undisputed. It's undisputed. He's got the undisputed. It's undisputed. Oh, man. Got the shirt on. <laughs> Underneath the Bucky's onesie, he's like super slow right now. You know, uh, some yes. days. Some days. Some days. Some days. I tell my know? wife I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And sometimes she believes me. Amen. And amen again. Is there one or there two? So, Josiah, we... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I love the show already, man. <laughs> Round of applause, second time. Tell your friends. Uh, so first of all, thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me. We, I, I know me personally. I can't speak for Sloan, uh, but I know me personally. I've been a fan of yours for a good while. You've always supported us. You've come into the spaces before and hollered at us and people, and we appreciate that. And, um, you know, I love your content and the stuff that you do. Starting out, who were some of your early influences in music that made you want to get into what you're doing now? Well, before I even answer that question, because we can't blow past the fact that I am also a fan. uh, And we were talking about this a little bit earlier before we started the show, but there's this kind of small community of people who have, you know, allowed social media to specifically in the world of professional wrestling to kind of like launch their career and to and to get that attention and to see what you're doing um not just on the tiktok side of the 1.4 million um not just on the (laughs) stop stop it we ain't here to talk about me the instagram side of the what was it 80k some you know I just, it's it's amazing to see what you're doing, um, and yeah, I'm I'm a fan too. So it's been it's been cool to watch your journey, and I'm glad to just be a very small part of it on the show today. Much appreciated, my brother. Thank you so much. Um, all right, music. So growing up, my mom always played. I mean, everything, a lot of R&B, a lot of neo soul, a whole lot of gospel. Um, my stepdad was a big Tupac fan. My biological father was a big, like, slow, smooth jazz fan. So I kind of had it all. I, at the time, was a huge, like, pop music boy band. So, like, I draw inspiration from literally everybody and everything. Just not like country and bluegrass. That's not, (laughs) does nothing for me. Um, There's some slaps over there on the countryside. I ain't gonna lie. I will tell you what, they do a, a really good job of like how they blend their, their melodies and harmonies and like how the banjo hits with it. Mm-hmm. It is impressive. <laughs> yeah, it's not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so it, it is some people, it's some people that's gonna listen to this and be like, listen, gentlemen, there are some good country artists out there yep. that you guys should be listening to. I'm gonna tell you one, Jason. Everybody. Aldean. Jason Aldean is the greatest boy. Uh, yeah, everybody him, in it. If you like old, if you like old, old uh, country music, you got to give Chen- Kenny Chesney a listen. Oh, oh, him. <laughs> Look, send names my way. I'll listen to Brad it. Paisley. Amen. Look here, everybody ain't into everything. Like everything ain't for everybody. So you know, if you don't, if it ain't for you, then it ain't for you. Like some folks yeah. don't like Ice Cube. I don't know who these people are. They don't. They, they ain't into. It. So that, they that's their case. thing. They they don't. Everybody like Ice Cube. Yeah. Today was a good day. But yeah, it's. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, you can tell from what you do and how what how the 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 heart that you put into it and the love that you put into it that you've got some deep influences. Uh, from your past and you know we all grew up with those parents who like listen to certain types of music and were really into that stuff like my mom loved Luther Vandross Prince uh, Freddie Jackson uh, a lot of that stuff like even going back for like the early 80s to the Jets like she liked that kind of stuff you know DeBarge yeah she was really into it so it's like I get a lot of my eclectic music taste from her Mm-hmm. Because she borrowed from a bunch of different genres and a bunch of different uh, like artists and groups, because she liked Huey Lewis in the news and a lot of that stuff. So there, there were those influences there. Like, what would you say now? Like, who are some of your contemporaries 
that are out there right now that you listen to and you're like, man, this is kind of dope. Like if you were that just if you just working around the house mm-hmm. and you want to put something in the AirPods to really get you motivated, get you moving, who you listening to? Kind of a, a similar mix. Um, as I grew older, I kind of got into a whole lot of like Christian rap. So I, I mean, Lecrae, Andy Mineo, no big deal. Like there's a lot of guys who are signed and independent who I really love. There's a guy named I Am Rescued who's fantastic. And then on the other side of that, I listen to a lot of R&B. Um, so most days, like I'm going to hear the artist her at least a couple of different times. Mm-hmm. Um, I like like Snow Allegra, uh, Keanu Day, like a lot of the new age style of R&B. Lucky Day. Um, Lucky Day is phenomenal. Um, Yeba, phenomenal. So like I'm a yeah, big R&B. Yeba is fire. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Mess with uh, Tank and the Bangers? No, I don't. Uh, oh, you gotta get on Tank and the Bangers. Uh, I got a boy in my DM that thinks I'm pretty. Oh, okay, yeah, that's, yeah, that's Tank. Yeah. And, okay, uh, they just performed down here at uh, Jazz Fest in New Orleans. Yeah, uh, Tank and the Bangers be all over Louisiana, man. Like legit, like from top to bottom. Tank and the Bangers used to play because I'm from North Louisiana, and Tank and the Bangers used to come through like Shreveport. And played all the time because I had a couple buddies who were in like a couple bands, and they would get to do gigs with Taking the Bangers and like really loved them. So uh, I like you. I think you'd get into taking like look them up and see if you absolutely. Like them. I I'm giving me giving this man music. Lord Jesus, look look, look at this. Look at this. Look at I'm this. looking it up right now. Ah, look at it. See. I ain't gonna tell you I'm gonna do something and be like, oh yeah yeah man, I'll check it out. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> never listen to That's it what ever. I'm nah, about, man. Now. Let me ask you this. How did what, you know, your love for music, how did that start to blend into your love of wrestling? Because with what you do, you can't do what you do without having an actual love for professional wrestling. So how did your love of music and your love of wrestling start to blend and form what it is you do now? So it was pretty much like immediate. Um, Growing up, my mom was like, she was one of those moms who didn't really want me to watch wrestling because of, you know, what it was and like the influence that it had on a lot of people. And she's like, I don't know if I really want you to be seeing that, which, of course, made me more interested in it. Like, what are you trying to hide from me? I want to see this anytime I can get. So um, it started with like playing video games at my cousin's house and you know, the biggest, one of the biggest parts of the world of professional wrestling is the theme music. So before there's a match, before there's a promo, you hear a sound before there's even like a, a, a note that starts and that emotes, uh, excuse me, evokes an emotion. So for me, like I remember hearing Kane's theme, Undertaker's theme, Stone Cold, The Rock, and like before I even knew who they were, Right. It was just like I recognized the music first. Um, And then as I kind of got into it on my own later, like uh, in the ruthless aggression era, like just picking up on that. And like I remember feeling I remember Batista one as one of the themes that like, yo, this it's telling a story and it's capturing my attention immediately. Right. (laughs) So there were a lot of themes kind of over time that I kind of just really stuck with, even if I wasn't watching on a a weekly basis, like these are the things that just captured my heart. So as I, as I started to kind of get into it on my own, I, cause you know, most of wrestling over time is, is either metal or rock influence. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it, you know, there's pop every once in a while, hip hop every once in a while, but it reminded me growing up of like a lot of the music that we used to listen to in the term, in the, in the lens of it was just so diverse of like you can hear a little bit of everything if you're paying attention to it so that's really what caught my attention i tell you and you know with the stuff that i do it really lays heavily into themes like wrestling themes yeah i love them and i've been a big fan of them ever since i was a little kid you know, I as a young child, I would walk around singing the big boss man. Say, if you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia, it's just, just like that kind of stuff. The catchy yeah. ones would just stick in your head, man. Yeah. So I think wrestling themes are extremely underrated as far as like music is concerned. 
And when they started to kind of bleed over, <clears throat> like when, uh, what is it, Finger Eleven uh, did Kane's thing. And uh, yes. that was, you know, that's become one of the banger. Yeah, yeah, it's an absolute banger, man. Uh, Batista, I Walk Alone is another one of them. Uh, Edge, uh, 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 Metalingus. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just when you really start to look at some of those, uh, even going back to like JYD and grab them cakes. Like if you're gonna be like, <laughs> like seriously, you you go back to things like that, and you like there there's some that just really move you and stick with you. Yeah. So if you had to pick one, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay. One theme song mm-hmm. that's gonna and, and it seems like you already got one in your head. Mm-hmm. One theme song that you're gonna rank above all the other ones. What would it be? And this is me personally. Broken Dreams of Drew McIntyre. Oh! No can question. You just, can you just be on the podcast every week? <laughs> like, can yo, like, seriously, that right there. Uh, I have when he came out to that at Clash at the Castle. Yes, let me tell you something. Let me, Pop I, I was immediately. Like, I was like, yeah, just give hand him the belt now. Ain't no reason why this man don't need to win this. But like, I, I acknowledge my tribal chief, but I acknowledge Broken Dreams before I acknowledge him. Like, hey, not Broken only that, yeah. but hearing, because, like, everybody's wanted to hear it again for a long time. Like, they expected him to have it when he returned to NXT in, what was that, 2017, 18? I don't remember. Um, but, so there was, like, this build for so long, and... Mm-hmm. They hit play. You see the the yellow on the on the video board before you even recognize the image. You know what it's about to be, and to hear everybody in the stadium singing it too as it ramped up, it like chills, man. Like it still holds to this day. Such Can't argue great. against it. Like I remember that was one of my early like wrestling videos on TikTok where uh, I think uh, it was Mandy Rose back when she was still working there. Shout out to Mandy Rose. Fine glass of milk right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I couldn't help myself. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What up, so, Mandy? no, but what, what up, Mandy? How you doing, Mandy? Is my wife here? No, she's not. So, speaking of fine glasses of milk, anyway, <laughs> moving on. So, Mandy, they did uh, WWE did a video with Mandy where she's like, "What is one theme song that you really love from back in the day?" And I like stitched it. That was one of my first stitches, mm-hmm. and it was "Broken Dreams" by Drew. And I was just mouthing every single word to the song. Yep. It's one of my. It's without question right there at the top for me. That one, uh, and the and for me personally. The old Christian at last year on your oh, own. Yeah. Christian, Christian, like that man That's that fair. that mm-hmm. pops me every time. Sloan, what about you, buddy? Ric Flair's music. That's a classic. It's it's, it's classic. It's classic. <laughs> you know it's 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 Ric Flair's music, Macho's music. Oh man, it's Hogan's "I Am a Real American" was a banger. I don't care what nobody <laughs> says. Slaps. We Slaps. we acknowledge we acknowledge Rick Derringer. We acknowledge Rick Hogan, Derringer. But that, Not that I'm a real American you slap. Know, you, you, hear that. you hear that dun dun dun. You know it's gonna <laughs> go down. You know it's gonna go down. So then, uh hold on, I got one more. Go ahead. Um uh, edges thing. Mm-hmm. As soon as I hear boom boom on this, oh yeah, I'm finna go up. Yeah, yeah. I wish right. I would have been at the Royal Rumble when he uh came back. Can I, was I tell you a story about that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so ha- so I had two kind of like job titles at WWE. So one was like the on-air stuff, you know, announcing and all that. And then the other side, it was just content creation. So most days I had like a camera in my hand or I'm editing something like for TV or whatever. So for the Royal Rumble, there was a, um, we had a team of like five, six of us. Um, if you know Giancarlo, who is, all over, everywhere. Um, he was on that team. Um, Cornell Gunther, one of my favorite people in the world, was on that team. Like, there's a lot of us. Um, Jeremy Borash, Jimmy Long. Mm-hmm. And we all had, like, different camera places and, to be for the Royal Rumble. So, like, Jeremy's on the floor. Cornell's on section two. I'm all the way, like, all the way in the nosebleeds, like, all the way at the top. 
<clears throat> so I'm filming everybody's entrance and no one had pyro that whole night. Right. Like maybe Brock, but I can't remember. I, I don't think so. So I'm like, what are they doing? What what are, are they setting up for, you know, like the moment after the match? Because I just don't see what we're setting up for. And I legitimately, like, I did not know. I had not know what was going on. So the countdown goes and I hear you think you know me. Do you, do you understand my hands? Like I'm trying as hard as I can to like not shake the camera because I'm like, yo, what? didn't see anything didn't know anything so that was a it was a cool moment of like the entire arena lost it it was crazy i can tell you from person because i was there my son had gotten me uh uh tickets to the royal mm. rumble on the floor uh for oh. for that for that evening and um that was right before everybody got sent home because that was 2020. Yeah. And uh, we're sitting on the floor because, you know, Minute Maid Park, if you've never been, I'm a big Astros fan. Uh, and if you've never been to Minute Maid Park, I know exactly what you're talking about when you're like way, way up there. Yeah. You up high. Like, so, but if you're down on the floor, you can see just about everything. And that was the, the year that uh, Roman and uh, Baron Corbin had that uh, false, like that false kind of anywhere street fight mm-hmm. where they're like beating each other in like porta potties and stuff. So we're sitting down on the floor and I'm right there by the ramp uh, or the, the entrance way. It wasn't really a ramp. It was like just a corridor that you're walking down. So we're all sitting there and I heard whispers like earlier in the day that maybe Edge was going to be there. It was like, I don't know. And then I'm sitting there with my kid and I hear, you think you know me? And I have never, it was 2020. So I was just about to turn 40. You never seen a 40-year-old man run the 40-yard dash that fast than you did that day. Cause I ran to the ramp. And it's just amazing, man. Just such a great moment. Yeah. And so cool to see. Um, so yeah, it's that that's just a moment that's gonna live on forever, and I'm glad that I had a chance to be a part of it. And yeah. uh, and I, so it's it's just it's a cool little piece of history. I know the show is getting good, but we want to take a quick time out to tell you about our friends at Pick a Jam. So Pick a Jam is this interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. You know, it's sometimes when I'm hanging out with my family, family, or when I'm chilling with Sloan. It's hard for us to figure out who's going to get control of the stereo, who's going to get control of the music. So we'll pull out a deck of pick a jam, pick a jam right here. All right. So what you do is you take a card and then depending on what's on the card, you play a song that's associated with the prompt. Let's pick a card right now. And it said with a number in the title. Wow. That is a. uh, you know, I, what I would think of Big E's theme song three and enough, man. I need five. Now we, uh, he doesn't use it anymore, but it's still one of my favorite interest themes ever. And I still play it all the time. And I think it's still available on streaming services. So things like that are, are what really get the conversation started and you tell stories that go along with it. And I just, kind of told a story right there about how I used to love that theme song and you listen to it all the time still now. And that's how conversations get started. That's how fun gets started between you and your family and friends. And it's all because of Pick a Jam. So if you go to the link in my bios and all of my social medias and stuff in that link tree is a link to the Pick a Jam website, or you can just go to Pick a Jam dot com you go there you order your deck and if you or if you use the promo code be great all one word you get 10 percent off of your purchase you really can't beat that at all so make sure you go check out our friends at pick a jam an official sponsor of the pay window with profit slow now let's get back to the show speaking of music before we get into this match which is ridiculous uh we're gonna play a game called pick a jam now i know i kind of mentioned it to you before we started uh recording josiah uh, so what it is, is a interactive card music game that lets you be the DJ. I'm going to pick a card and on the card is going to be a prompt to pick a song. It'd be any song that goes along with the prompt on the card and okay. you just pick a song that you like that goes along with it. Right. And tell us why you would pick that song. All right. Oh, 
This is a good one. As a matter of fact, since you know, since it's you and since it's us, let's pick a wrestling theme that goes along with the prompt. Kind of makes sense, all right? So the card that I have is a song that makes you dance. So you would give me like a theme song that makes you dance. So what is a theme song that makes you dance? All right. I the first thing that came to mind was Matt Riddle's original uh NXT theme. The like with the Cali vibe, the Tupac mm. kind of sound. I'm talking like Seawalk immediately. <laughs> like as soon as you hear it, it's just like, am I in California right now? Like it was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Uh, he's for me, he's always had like those smooth, like yeah, kind of vibes with his yeah. theme song. So I, I totally get that. Sloan, what is a wrestling theme that makes you dance? Shinsuke Nakamura's theme song. Come on, man. Come on. Man. I bought uh when I was living in Florida, uh, I bought ringside. Well, not ringside. I, I want to sit right next to Pat McAfee. And so we can lean up against each other and do the dance when Shinsuke came out. Do you know Pat McAfee was sick that day? And I had to sit next to Corey Graves. I was so heartbroken. I bought I wanted to turn around and leave because that was the exact that was the only reason I bought those seats right there. And I'm sitting right next to Corey Graves, and I was so mad. Oh, I would have been heated. So I'm just and Shinsuke came out. And my wife just looked at me and I wouldn't even move. I was so hurt. But then we went to WrestleMania uh, in Dallas and Shinsuke came out. And there's a whole, my wife has this whole video of me just singing my heart out with my title, playing the guitar. And she just makes fun of me all the time because of that. So it's definitely Shinsuke. For me, the first thing that came to mind was Trinity Fatu's new theme song, and Impact. <laughs> it's a great song that makes you want to dance, right? And who, I got to agree, man. Who who did that thing? Oh, wait, who? that's you. Who? 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 Wait, who? That was you. You <laughs> did her new theme song, Impact. It's a great song, man. So what, what was the inspiration for that one? Now, how did that happen? How did that come to be? Um, she hit me up and she said let's talk immediately she said i'm trying to figure out what i'm doing next where i'm going next um i just want you to be a part of the theme no matter where it is um and so the original idea was going to be like kind of like city girls um like something she could twerk to basically and we tried that she liked it and she was like it's just not as in comparison to the amazing track from WWE, um, which is more EDM. She's like, it's just not as upbeat as I thought it was going to be. So we kind of went back to the drawing board um, and she gave me a couple more samples of like what she was looking for. I'm like, bet, let's do this. She came over to the house and we kind of just tracked some ideas and wait, talked wait, for a little wait, bit. Wait, time out, time out. Did you hear that, Flex? She came over to the house and we... <laughs> We, we talked some ideas. I mean, we had, we had, a, we had a glass of Merlot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, uh, we hashed it out. We made it work. To his credit, he didn't say that she came over to the estate. Now, he ain't say all of that. Right, right. Exactly. The property, the ranch house. And, and, and it, at least it was just that one house. It wasn't the other property. Like, oh, he wouldn't talk about all of that. So, that's, Yeah, I ain't, got, I ain't got it like that. We you know who I mean? does, though? Who really does, Josiah? Like, I, it ain't me. Some. It's, it. it's, it's my you wife. Know? Oh, stop it. It's my wife. Stop I know it. it's money. I'm a, I'm a well-kept husband. Get out of here with that mess. But no, nah, man, it's, that is, you know, when you have that kind of opportunity to work closely with people like that, because, you know, the, the theme for a professional wrestler coming out to the ring is so important. It sets the tone. It sets the vibe for everything that they're going to do. So, of course, there are a lot of wrestlers who are very hands-on with their themes in WWE, in Impact, in AEW. I know Mikey works very closely with some of these wrestlers to come up with you know, what kind of vibe they want to have coming out to the ring. Hardest working man in the business, by the way. Man, Mikey Ruckus... Let me tell you something. That dude right there, he's hard working man in AEW. Like yes. it's 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 crazy 
the amount of work that he puts in, not just for, because I know that Will did a lot of work with him uh, with some of the stuff that they had going on uh, when they were doing uh, just countless albums and music, especially the Black History Month stuff. It's yeah. just like he they he worked so hard, man. So big up to my anybody who's in that business, man. Mikey Ruckus. Um, He's just, incredible. Yeah, just really good at what he does. So without further ado, I've been stalling for the past 40 minutes not having to talk about this <laughs> dumpster fire of a match. Now, I, I will say this, and Josiah was the one who picked the match because he was like, I, you know, I've heard a lot about this match. I've never really never seen watched it, it before. Never, never seen it. Sloan, had you watched this match before we watched it today? No. Neither have I. Neither <laughs> I have I. Here's why I didn't watch it is because I don't like death matches. So I'm not gonna watch it. You know what? It's not my cup of tea. I, I'm blood makes me squirmish. So as soon as so, and I don't watch Moxley's matches because of that. So as soon as Moxley comes on TV, I go do something else. Now I I, I get that and I understand, but my thing was I hadn't watched it yet just because I you know that was one of those I didn't watch a lot of AEW during the pandemic. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't that watch too. a ton of AEW during the pandemic. Uh, because I, I did watch WWE because I liked the Thunderdome like aspect of it. I thought that was pretty cool. And plus that was when Roman was on, was starting this ridiculous run. And that's where I was like putting a lot of my focus into. But some of the stuff that was going on with Omega during his world title run, during his heel run with the world title, um, I I really dug and like the 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 package going into this match where they made it sound so serious. Like, you know, this is a life or death situation. Like, I got to get in here and just really make this happen because if I don't, you know, this could be the end of my career. Like Moxley legit says, I know this could be the end of my career. But, you know, I, but I, you know, the that's how important this world title is to me. They were selling the crap out of this match, man. And then you get into it, and I mean, it was first of all, it, it was took, butt cheeks, huh? It was butt cheeks. Now, before we I, hold on, like we can, <laughs> we can we can dig into the match, but first of all, it took Moxley what seemed like ten minutes to get. Oh, he's taking the jacket off, ladies and gentlemen. It took Moxley what seemed ten minutes to get to the ring. That's the first thing. Mox is like walking around this empty arena, looking at people who aren't there, like posing, looking before he gets to the match. And there's one part of that that I found to be utterly hilarious. And I don't know if either one of y'all caught it. JR, God love him. Like I've talked about JR before going into these AEW matches and talking about how he's commentating on some of these matches where JR just goes off on these tangents. And talks about just okay. about anything. But he specifically talked about how he got a call from Terry Funk. Like before this match took place. Do you remember this? Do either one of y'all remember him even saying this? I literally, I have not watched it. <laughs> this, I don't know anything about this. This is You hadn't even watched the match? No. How are we going to talk about the match if you ain't watched it, Josiah? I thought you said we was watching it. No! <laughs> <Right now>. <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought we was watching it, like in this. I don't feel bad. That match was <laughs> terrible. Right. So the this is what I want you to do you, now. You, so you got to sell it to me, you know. So, what I'm so here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna talk to you about the match. Yes, and I'm then you will get your verdict of whether or not you want to watch it. How about okay? That? All right, let's do that. Then here we go. This this is the first time ever on the pay window, ladies and gentlemen. We're actually yeah, subscribing. Just ended it wasn't yes. that great of a match. <laughs> <laughs> So, what and where can we find you? Where can we find you, nigga? You gotta sell it to me, like no, I gotta we gotta talk it. about the match. So, yeah, okay, but I'm gonna give you some comedic aspects of it before we actually talk about this dumpster fire of a match. So, and this is this is John Moxley versus Kenny Omega, who at the time the announcers are saying these are the two best wrestlers in the world. Mm -hmm. Really, in this match. 
No disrespect to Kenny and John. Great wrestlers. No question. Love them both. I don't both. even think they were the two best wrestlers in that company at that time. We we ain't going to get into that discussion right now, bro. We, <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that right now. That, that's a discussion for another pod. Uh, talk about that on Susie Boys. So, with your 80,000 followers. So, it is... <laughs> No big deal. It's 80K. <laughs> he ain't never gonna let it, we, I mean, never let that go. So JR, as Moxley is walking to the ring, he's like, I got a call last night on the phone. Caller ID said T Funk. <laughs> Terry Funk, ladies and gentlemen. ID. Now, first of all, your caller ID said T Funk. Yeah, it didn't spell it out. It's, usually it spells it out. So you putting people in your phone by first initial last name, yeah. JR. <laughs> like, what is happening? And I, I, my mind is racing at this point because I'm like, would this work with other people? So what if JR let me actually get to it? Don't, don't. So JR, what if JR got a phone call? He's like, I got a phone call last night. Caller ID said P Funk. George Clinton called me on the phone <laughs> about this <laughs> about this death match. Hey, that's a conversation he, I do want to hear, though. He, he's, say, he's saying that uh, he thinks that John Moxley and Kenny Omega are going to tear the roof off this sucker, tear the roof off this mother sucker, mm-hmm. tear the roof off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a phone call that needs to be televised. I got one more. I got one more. <clears throat> so I got a phone call last night. Caller ID said G Funk is Warren G. Who wants to regulate the match? Call- he wants to regulate this match. <laughs> he said when that body hits the hits the exploding barbed wire, it's gonna be functified. <laughs> Hey, I like how that was the one that woke Sloan up. <laughs> he was like, that last one wasn't it. That last one wasn't it. But this one. Try this again. is the one. This you is know what I'm no P-Funk. Warren G, you have my interest. No, I, <laughs> I know I know P-Funk too. But I know I know Parliament for other reasons, you know. Uh, this match. Of the medicinal purposes. This match needs to take place in the Dove Shack. <laughs> Not everybody going to get that this is the shack. That's, this is how we act. Taking yeah, a sorry. sip. <laughs> it's root beer flow. I'm not slow. Come on. I'm drinking water, gentlemen. I'm drinking water. Hey, I love it here. Where's the Bel Air champagne that you were that you were hawking a little while ago? This guy. They don't I mean, sponsor they sponsor, the pod. They sponsor, I don't care. They sponsor the Susio Boys. So. They sponsor the Susio Boys. They, they don't sponsor this pod. Maybe one day when I can actually have alcohol on my podcast. I mean, I mean, I know a guy, so I, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can arrange this. All right, cool. Josiah will never come back on the show. So let me sell you on this match. Yeah. So yeah. Josiah, we still at the entrance right now. Right. Like we still at the entrance. Now Kenny comes out. And he doesn't get the North Carolina entrance, which just is disappointing. I was disappointed from the jump. But then you get into this amazing match where there's barbed wire all around the ring, except for one side. Um, one side has no barbed wire. Okay. Now, that's because you can actually, like, go against that one and bounce off if you want to and, like, hit moves and stuff like that on that one side. Okay. All the other sides have barbed wire. If you hit one of the sides of barbed wire, there's going to be an explosion that goes off. Now, the explosion is not going to hit you. It's just going to be a really loud sound that happens and a bunch of like fireworks that happen once you hit the barbed wire. But it doesn't really affect you a ton, right? Okay. okay. Now, they're going to act like it hurts them, but it doesn't really do anything. <laughs> now, there's a 30-minute timer. Now, it didn't really take 30 minutes because the video that we watched was like 40-something and the entrances took like 11 minutes. So it wasn't really 30 minutes when it happened. Okay. But if and when the 30-minute timer goes off, then there's going to be a large, gigantic explosion that's really just going to like, 
hurt everybody in the vicinity. bring down the arena. I mean, it's basically it's going to be like when they imploded the Astrodome with its <laughs> explosions. So you have to be careful, right? Yeah. So they're going through this match, hitting each other with uh, moves off of the barbed wire and uh, throwing each other into the barbed wire tables that are set up all around the ring and in the corners. It was a lot of uh, V triggers. A lot of V triggers, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, one winged angels and like a bunch of different stuff. And the, like one of the climactic moments in the matches, there's a one winged angel that's hit. Moxley gets covered one, two, and then his foot hits the barbed wire rope that sets off an explosion oh. that makes Kenny get off of him. That's so the, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. See, see, okay. don't Hold listen on, to Sloan. Don't listen to Sloan. There's some good parts of this. Some match. good storytelling in yeah, here. Yeah, there's stuff, good stuff in there. Sloan ain't even trying. So we, him, I'm, I'm working hard over here while he's over there in his Bucky's onesie, just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling like Chris Rock on SNL. I'm chilling. So we, come on, man. We bring in the references. <laughs> got we the references all the References day. in here. Come on. I'm working hard for you. So. <laughs> We get to the climactic point of the match, and uh, you know Moxley just, of course, because he's John Moxley and he's covered in like fifteen pints of blood, right. will not give up. Here come the good brothers. Now, first off, let me say this: Don Callis on commentary makes me wish that they put Paul Heyman on commentary for every single Roman Reigns match. Okay, because him talking about. Kenny Omega growing up uh, on the 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 rough streets of Canada of Winnipeg in bare knuckle <laughs> fist fights, <laughs> double tough Kenny Omega. <laughs> like, what would Paul Heyman say on the mic during a Roman Reigns match? From the Isle of Samoa, the rugged streets. This man no. comes from the rugged streets of Tampa, Florida. I need your side to go ahead and tap. Go ahead and text text Paul and be like, "Hey, bro, you, you need to get on commentary, down, bro." Why would, why hey, yo, this is this is right Josiah. So whenever y'all get ready to do the uh, the actual lyrics from Roman stuff, holler at me. And then on top of that, because I'm already in the family. I'm already in the family. I'm doing Trinity stuff. So um, right. look here. I need you on commentary because you're fun. He ain't wrong. Yeah. Where's the lie? He ain't wrong. <laughs> Look like because you come in a barbecues now. Ain't no way you not. Right, right. I gotta play. Ain't no way. You gonna you gonna get the pig that's in the ground. You gonna get a piece <laughs> of the pig play. in the ground. And if you don't you eat it, play. that's offensive. You got to you gonna even if you don't eat pork, you gotta at least try a little bit. Oh no, I'm definitely you'll probably get a plate before Dwayne. So we Hey, yo. No, he gonna see me and be like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hey, what you is? Who's this guy? You know, yeah, yeah. Let me get the thing. All right, all right. <laughs> so we guys, <laughs> we're world ride right now. We're getting ready to launch this brand new brand. We're excited <laughs> about what we're going through. Ah, Terramana, ah. let's make a Terramana toast. <laughs> a Terramana toast right now. We're doing great things. Life is a delicious drink, and you just want to soak it in right now. We appreciate you for coming in here right now and talking about this great brand. Terramana toast to all of our friends. Black Go Adam. XFL. Wait. Hey. Go XFL. And that's that's 11.9 million likes in the first <laughs> hour. <laughs> Bottoms up. I just posted a video that's already at like 200,000 views. Oh, no sweat. Dumb, which is just no dumb. sweat. It's so stupid. Um, so, this guy, this guy. It takes hey, me years to get I'm that. not Dwayne right. Johnson, right? right? I, can't, I, can't, I can't get over 200 views We're at on, the... on, his, on TikTok. <laughs> hey, and this guy said... does hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Of we're, at the, we're at the premiere of my brand new movie. It just filmed it yesterday. It's fantastic. It's me. It's uh, Ava DuVernay. Just a great movie. We're ready for it. You guys, come on out. Enjoy the movie. Have a great time. Make sure you bring a bottle of Terramana with you. Terramana totes. <laughs> All right, guys. We are hey. doing everything but talking about this trash, man. Well, I... <laughs> <laughs> this 
this has been <laughs> this has been oh, the long this has been the end of the, the end of the match. fifty straight minutes of not caring about this match but, at but all. But having a great time, having a great time. Because the end of the match, I, I I I I'm apparently I just want Eddie Kingston to beat me up. So the this match ends, and the timer is cranking down. And oh, Kenny Omega wins, by the way. Who cares? So, what is the end of the match, uh, we're at the end of the match. Time is winding down, and the timer is going off on the screen because they're like, you know, there was no actual timer that the guys could see. So, yeah. when the timer actually gets down to the time, then that's when they'll know that the whole ring is about to explode. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Kenny and the good brothers and Don Callis all like skedaddle. Uh, and then here comes Eddie Kingston and a, a, a group of guys that come out to try to get Kenny to get try to get Mox out of the ring. He's been handcuffed and he's laying in the middle of the ring. He's bloody. He can't get up. Eddie's trying to run down to the ring. He gets in there. He can't get Mox up in enough time, so he jumps on top of him to cover him up for the explosion. And all it is is like. Four Fourth of July sparklers in each corner, ah, and one like, <coughs> ah, ah, that's it. It was supposed it's to be like a, like a mug. It's supposed it's... to be like that big gotcha moment when when the Joker has the gun to Batman's head and he pulls the trigger and it just says, "Oh, okay." Okay, so that's what it was supposed to play as. That's what I thought it was when I watched it, but I was like, well, oh, no, this is not funny. Considering I that, wanted somebody to die. Considering that during the package before the match, Don Callis basically said that they were the ones who were constructing the whole ring in the first place. Okay. So <clears throat> I guess they just wanted everybody to look stupid okay. uh, when the only people that look stupid was AEW. But we love AEW. Um just great people all around. Shout out I, to Jeff. I would love AEW. I would love um, AEW if they came to New Orleans. They skip they, us again. They skip come us. back. Because <clears throat> like you were here last time. From, we sold out last time. Like last time they came to New Orleans, they sold out. They like, would just, go from Florida, skip Louisiana, and go straight to Texas for three months, <laughs> and then go from Texas to Seattle. Like, and then Winnipeg. What was. are you doing? I'm New like, Orleans sold out. I'm That's like, where Ricky I met Washington. Dang it! I, I'm like, come here, come here. We I want to hang, to out, hang out, Like they won't let me hang Yo, out. Yo, that now. that menace of a person, Nyla. Hey, you bite I, your I, tongue. <laughs> you watch how you talk about she, my friend. She is hilarious, and I'm only going to say that because I think she could beat me up. She could. She really could. She could beat all of us up at the same That's time. A fact. This is one hundred percent fact. Uh, so Josiah, thank you for talking about this match with us tonight. This is oh. incredible. Now I gotta go. <laughs> so he's gonna watch the match and then text us like, "Hey, hey guys, what's the match? No, 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 no. He's the one who suggested it. No, that is so. No, yeah, he's yeah. the one who suggested. It. So Didn't he better not be texting me in like fifteen minutes. Like, what is this crap? Like, no, 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 no. You picked it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we ain't doing that. But this has, without question, been one of the best episodes that we've ever done in the show, and you didn't even watch the match. So that might be something that we need to do next time. Like, we're going to give you a match. You're not going to watch it. We're going to watch it and then it. describe it to you yeah. in hilarious fashion. And then yeah. we're actually barely going to talk about the match, and we're just going <laughs> to say stupid crap for like 15 minutes. I can't and lie. it's going to get enjoyable experience i had a lot of fun uh you know what did we learn today kids uh that t-funk rhymes with p-funk and g-funk mm-hmm. and i was able to kill like five to ten minutes of this show uh making that ridiculous joke uh, we also learned that sloan owns a bucky's onesie and is not ashamed to wear it all of the time i wore it to get gas the other day and uh we also <laughs> learned Guy was like, guy was like, hey, 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 bro, I ain't no buckets around here. As I'm filling up my my car, I say, I know, I drove to Texas to get it. Well, why? 
as I can. It's America, baby. I'm just that big of a fan. It's America. Why? Why did you go buy a Bucky's onesie when you could have, uh, you know? Look, I got a Bucky's onesie. I got a Fenty onesie. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna wear next week. The Fenty Mark. onesie. USA. <laughs> oh Lord, what are we doing? Viva America! What are we doing? What are we doing right now? This is you know, this is not life, brother, brother, this brother. Is not the way that I view my America. Uh, so, <laughs> thanks to Josiah Williams for coming on the show. We love we appreciate being here. Uh, we're going to give him a Bucky's onesie as a pardon gift. Yes, um, please. <laughs> you look like you wear it. What size you wear? A large? That works for me. All right, cool. We, just... we, we'll find you one, Bucky. Yeah, so let's we let's all make a pact right now to just all get Bucky's onesies and wear them to SummerSlam in August. Let's just do No, that's this. too hot. It's no, too hot. no, no. It? Detroit. We made the pact. Yo, yeah. I was just in Detroit. It was hot. Detroit, what? Detroit. It's so, but but the song said it was so cold in the D. No, nah, the songwriter said. The song said that's it's so cold said. in the D. How God. the heck are they supposed to keep peace? So God cold. said uh, uh, there is some <laughs> light that needs to be shown upon this community, <laughs> and he said, "Let there be light." And shown it at an undeniable temperature of 85 degrees. I was burning up. You said it was 73 in your house right there. No, no, sir. I said in Detroit it was 85 degrees when I was in there. You know what? You need to put some lotion on your 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 fingers because your knuckles are ashy. Look like you've been punching flour. Yeah, I know. It looks like I've been uh, punching powdered donuts. So I'm <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's exactly, Josiah. That's Powder what I've been using to count all of my followers on TikTok. So, um, Flex. Josiah, Flex. Flex. That's that's what happens when you count all your followers on TikTok. Your hands get ashy. Apparently, that that and the money, of course. Josiah, oh, it's always the moolah. <laughs> it's all about the Here money. Comes baby. The money. Here we go. Hey. Money talks. Here we go. Here comes the money. <laughs> Shout out to Naughty by Nature. Like, oh, can we man. talk about how Naughty by Nature did Shane's thing? Like, can we or talk how, about uh, Trench and Diddy? Look, him did um, Stephanie. Look, Stephanie and uh, no, that was, did Mark. Who did uh, who does Lamo? Who did not? Who did Lamo do? She did. Uh, I don't know. I Trish. Who does Trish's? Is that Lil Kim or Lil Mo? I can't remember. Who did? I'm trying Jackie to Jackie O. I'm sorry, it's Jackie, Jackie o. o. Who did the so did Lil Kim did the Queendom? The Queendom. I hate that theme so much. Oh my god. There's some heavy hitters in in wrestling hip hop history. And you are right there in the middle of it, my friend. With Josiah that, Williams. That undisputed. Wow. That undisputed era one. My oh. man in oh. there with the great the Tetons. Oh, professional wrestling theme songs. Nah. Yes, I'm... sir. No, take it. Just take it. Buddy. And he got a few. He got. Some, he got a few. I said we're gonna be out here forty-five minutes. It's been an hour. I'm, I'm a liar. That's uh, a, that's, Josiah, a, that's a that's a black forty-five minutes. That yes, it is. Josiah, we appreciate you coming on the pod, man. Uh, tell everybody how they can get in touch with all of your stuff on social media. First of all, thank you so much for even having me this was literally one of the greatest hours of my time in the business of professional wrestling <laughs> this was fantastic oh he lying uh, you, you lying. ain't got to put me uh, on no. big dog oh. we, we, you lie go brother put us over <laughs> oh, don't do I'll that put us over brother slow <laughs> so, i was telling nick like yo i go to bed like a lot earlier than this so Bruh, this I'm is so, like so i go to bed at like eight let's my kids saying. go to bed at 8 15 i go to bed at like 8 30. so let's be lying he lying he'd be on like he finna go live after this <laughs> I, I, gotta, I gotta go live for the west coast i gotta go live for the west coast i'm sorry i'm sorry cash it's like not the west coast cash make the hoo-ha go cuckoo <laughs> <laughs> gotta get that money baby hey fam on that note i mean you can just follow me at jd williams uh, <laughs> wrestling flow 
Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music. You can, I don't even know, man. You can follow me anywhere. Yeah. Follow him anywhere. Like, legit. Go follow JD Williams, man. Like, for real. Go follow this young man. He is absolutely brilliant and have puts out some of the best content as far as professional wrestling and just anything else, man. Just follow him on all of his socials and all of his platforms because he's still rising right now. And uh, it's it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Sloan. <clears throat> um, Sloan217 on uh, TikTok because that's all I care about. You can follow me on Instagram, but if you're going to follow me on Instagram, I'd rather you follow the Sucio Boys podcast because um, we have 80 plus thousand followers over there. Um, you know, Coffee with Rev every Tuesday and Thursday. The Pay Window every Wednesday. Sucio Boys every Tuesday. Um, drink water. Uh, wash your butt, mind your business. It is coming, it's about to be hot. Uh, speak up, speak out, don't let nobody else silence you. And you know, um, uh, drink water, it's 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 gonna get hot soon. So, drink water and wash your butt. That's mainly what I'm <laughs> preaching this week. That's good, please advice. hydrate, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's real talk. <clears throat> Since he's telling you to just follow one thing, I'm gonna do the same thing, just follow my Instagram. I'm trying to get to 60,000. <laughs> uh, I, I really want to get up there where the Sucio boys are. So, uh, please, I'll do at you. Oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Remix me on Instagram from the Sucio Boys account. Get you. me those numbers, big guy. Got you. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. But I'll uh, put you in my story. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the joke of the day, right there. That's it. That's I'll put you in my story, dog. That's it, boy. <laughs> oh, uh, God. For real. I'm laughing so hard. I'm pooping. I'm so yeah, sorry, y'all. I hope you didn't hear that over the podcast. Uh, like, seriously, I, I'm going to be real with y'all. I don't need that out there in the ether. So please do not pay attention to that. But yeah, um, but seriously, uh, at Mr. Professor 318 on all social media platforms, we appreciate all the follows and support and love. Thank you guys so much. Like, seriously, it's all just starting to really uh, roll in the right direction. Uh, got some big announcements coming up over the next couple of weeks. I know I've said that for a while, but it's he means it. I, I, I legit mean it. Uh, I got a meeting tomorrow, uh, and I'll be able to divulge more information about the stuff that's going on over the summer that you'll definitely want to be down with because uh, it's it's big. Uh, so thank you to everybody. Thank you to Josiah. <laughs> Stop. Thank you to Josiah for coming on, man. We really do appreciate it. It's just been a joy. Uh, and uh, we'll definitely have to have you back on soon so we can describe another match to you that you did not watch. Uh, <laughs> 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 Anytime, man. Oh, yeah. And before my wife kills me, like legit, before my wife kills me, the, uh, the merch store is up. If you go to the link tree and all of my bios, uh, the uh, We Rock Together merch is there. Uh, we have the uh, the the We Rock Together and Be Great stickers as well that are all there at the merch store. Uh, so make sure you go there and Pick a Jam, of course, our sponsors. We appreciate you guys uh, for sponsoring the pod. If you go to pickajam.com uh, and put in the promo code Be Great, you will get ten percent off of your purchase of a Pick a Jam deck, and you really can't beat that with a bat. Uh, it's an interactive music card game, yes, sir. Got to be great in all you do. Um, yeah, the interactive music card game that lets you be the DJ. Uh, make sure you get yourself a deck of those cards immediately. Uh, if nobody sold you today, you are loved, you are appreciated, you are important, you're more than enough exactly as you are, and always remember to be great. Thank you guys so much. Uh, tune in next week for another wonderful episode of The Pay Window with Prof and Sloan. I'm Prof, he's Sloan. You guys have a great night. See you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.